When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Harvey, what's going on? You have to drop your pro bono. There's a conflict with one of our clients. What? Who? I checked for conflicts before I took the case. It's a new client. Well, if it's a new client, then let's drop them. We can't. They're a huge developer. A developer? I'm suing a prison. I know that, but they're saying... I don't care what they're saying. That's not a conflict. That's a shakedown. Mike. No, you're going to give me the green light, and then I find something, and then you're going to make me dump them for no good reason? It's not no good reason. It's Alex's developer, and I just brought him in. I let him lose one of his biggest clients his first week here. It's a disaster. And I let a man die without getting him justice. What the hell is that? Listen to me. Listen to yourself. We had a deal. Now this clown is asking me to drop a client that I made a promise to. Except he's not asking you to drop him, Mike. I am. And if you don't, that deal we made, it's over. Suits Season 7, Episode 3 is over. And if you're ready to hear us talk about Mudmare, then suits yourself. I'm Rob Sestrino, back here with a guy who just brought me this beautiful honeysuckle. It's Chappelle. Chappelle, thank you so much. Oh, Rob. My, my tabbies are going to love it. It's for the tabbies. Yes, you you guessed it. Honeysuckles. I'm trying to I'm trying to solidify a friendship here. You know, normally when I meet new people, I'm really mean and brash and I run them off. We've seen this before with Jeff Malone. Mm-hmm. But this time, I'm going to try to get ahead of that. I'm going to try to be okay. nice, bring you yes. flowers and uh, win you over, despite your droopy eyes. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. We don't have to go through the seven stages of Chappelle as we are back here to talk about Mudmare as uh, we really have been exploring Lewis with the therapist here in season seven. Lewis needs medication. (laughs) I don't don't know, y'all. Okay, I'm not even saying that to be funny. But the end of this episode, when he's talking to the therapist and he's calling the therapist Harvey... And he's like, Harvey, you yeah. you did it again. You're I'm, you you're trying to you're trying to leave me for your new friend. I'm like, oh, oh my god, yeah. Lewis, please, is he having a psychotic break? I'm I'm dead ass serious. It's I such a good know. question because you know here we are. This is what episode what ninety five of Suits, 
And hey. I feel like that Lewis is in worse shape, uh, not not physically, uh, but like from a mental standpoint, like he was kind of like messed up when we found him. But it seemed like he was getting better. Like he was like a lunatic, but he was our lunatic. But I just feel like I, the Tara thing really broke him in ways that I'm not sure if Lewis ever comes back. Yeah, this was weird. I mean, he's the taking time he's this, this worse than Sheila. I, I think I'd say so as well. And I, and I think maybe maybe he just never healed from the Sheila thing and it's rolled over into the Terra thing. So he thought the Terra situation was the fix for that. And when it wasn't, it opened up that wound even bigger than it was at first because there's no reason why he should be this upset at the end of this episode. It's like, you're always against me. I, you think I'm a horrible person. Like you always say I am. Um, you know, uh, Harvey is all your fault. I'm not a worthless piece of shit, sir. Really? Yeah. Because Harvey got a friend in the office. Like, I, and, I don't. Really and Lewis understand. had lunch plans, and then uh, Alex had to go actually for be one of the few people at PSL to do work. And he told him, "I'm doing work." It's not like Alex lied to him. It's like, okay, I gotta get it because we've seen stuff like this before, right? Where someone has a plan to do, like, to go out with somebody, and they're like, they don't want to go, so they make up some reason, like, "Oh, I can't watch Monday Night Football with y'all." You know, I gotta go do something else, and they make up a reason why they can't make it. And then the person finds out, right? Like, Oh, you were lying to me all mm -hmm. along. I saw you uh, secretly going and doing other stuff, but Alex was legit telling the truth. He said, I have to work. I'm sorry. And he actually really wanted to go to lunch with Lewis. He asked Harvey about him. Harvey wasn't talking trash. It's not like Lewis overheard Harvey being like, yeah, don't worry about that. Lewis person. He's horrible. You ain't got to be friends with him, Alex. He actually heard them having a normal adult conversation and he still took it as a personal attack. I I'm starting. Uh, yeah. Medication. I think it, I think it's time. We got to yeah. sedate this man because because now I'm concerned about his health. You know, like he's talking to his therapist and he sounds like he's going to hurt himself. Well, he, he also has had a heart attack uh, in the yeah. run of the show. So, yeah, he's really not in <laughs> a great spot. So it's not good. Yeah. What do you think about Lewis's mud mare where the episode title comes from? Um, so when the episode starts and we see Lewis in the mud next to Harvey, I immediately go, oh, so this is a dream mm -hmm. because there's just no way Harvey's doing this. And for a second, it's starting to feel like maybe it's not a dream. Just like for maybe 0.5 seconds, it feels like it's not a dream. Um, but then Alex pops up and uh, then he's inside the mud with Lewis at one point. Lewis is screaming. It, it's not a good moment for Lewis. You know, he's already very jealous of the idea of Alex Williams uh, encroaching on his position. And so when he goes to talk to the therapist about it, the therapist says the same exact advice that w that Lewis was given about Jeff Malone. Lewis, wouldn't it be nice to make a friend instead of making an enemy? We saw this exact plot play out already. And so, um, you know, with Jeff Malone, Lewis went to him and was like, hey, you want to go to the ballet? And Jeff Malone's like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I think that's when they got to flirting a little bit. And Jeff Malone's like, yeah, Lewis rubbing his shoulders and stuff like that. I think that's how that storyline started. Here he goes to um, he goes to Alex. He's like, I heard you got, you know, like I'm bringing you flowers. Um, you know, hopefully this helps. It's honeysuckle, you know. And then they actually talk and they bond a little bit. Um, Alex is familiar with Lewis's work. He uses some of his strategies. And Alex has tabby cats, which we know Lewis will go up for at any time. Like, he's giddy about the cats. And so, Loves from a here, good cat. it felt like... 
yeah, it felt like there was potential for a really cool friendship to happen. But Lewis cannot get out of his own head uh, just because he's so uh, on edge about his friendship with Harvey and about losing Harvey. I'm, I'm guessing that's some type of like projection about how he felt about, you know, Tara. Um, but it's bad. It's bad from from Joe. But I will say this. His therapy session was actually kind of impressive this time. Uh Many times, Lewis is just on the phone yelling at Dr. Lipschitz, and we really don't see any real connection or any growth. But this was the first time we saw Lewis actually learning something in therapy and trying to apply it. It just didn't work out for him in the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think Lewis does try some of the things, but then uh, if they do not work, he's like instantly furious. Yeah, I mean, that's his thing. Anytime something doesn't go his way, he defaults to, like, uh, you know, mm -hmm. rage. That's how know? I am in fantasy football. If any of, like, these experts tell me to do something or draft a guy and he doesn't work out, like, I instantly become Lewis. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm not that invested in fantasy football, but if I'm watching a, the, an NFL game, oh, yeah, in, instant. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, you don't let the game not go my way. I, I am a horrible person. Don't talk to me. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, and again, maybe I need to be sedated sometime. Maybe I should stop watching so much football. These are yeah. things I can explore. Yeah. But Lewis is the same. Lewis definitely needs to start looking at some of these patterns because they're not healthy. And it's bad because the therapist even anticipates them. He's like, Lewis, you're about to go to stage seven. And Lewis is thinking, what does that mean? He's like, no, you always react in exact same ways. You look at things that were not targeted at you, take them as personal slights, and then you go on the attack because you feel so slighted. Even though it's imaginary, you made it up. It's specious. It's not real. Uh, so that's Lewis, though. That's the Lewis that we have. He just wasn't this bad at first. It seems like he's just gotten progressively worse with the Getting loss worse. of Sheila, the loss of them damn cats, and then the loss of Tara. Let's talk about what's going on uh, with Mike. And uh, the episode begins with uh, we see that the news article has been written and we see that Donna and you know Donna loves a good uh, print shop gag. And she gets the newspaper article blown up. Uh, what did you think about the article that got written about Mike Ross? Well, I really couldn't tell about the article because it was just random headlines that they photoshopped into the article. Um, it's like from the Scrambleverse. Like, right, exactly. So it's like it looked like the article, which we assume said something like, you know, hotshot new lawyer or fraud lawyer turned hero or something like no, that. No, I believe but what now, it said in the article uh, that what it had said blown up was fake lawyer becomes real dickhead. No, there were several different headlines, Rob. <laughs> like, don't, don't get me yeah, wrong. The, the, uh, yeah, Harvey they were like and Donna went out of their way <laughs> to embarrass him. Yeah. Now, do you think was that Photoshop or that was what in the real article? No, those were those were Photoshop. There was another one that was just like, um, dang, I, I wish I had written them all down because you could kind of make out a couple others. Um, but uh, yeah, it was like they took the article that he actually had and they made a bunch of parody headlines ah. about Mike Ross being arrogant or being a fraud, but just like also being a jerk about it. And then Harvey um, kind of implies that Mike looks fat in his pictures. Uh, yeah, he did. And um, again, Harvey and Mike have gotten so close to where this is an anti-body like no shame podcast, by the way. Yeah, we don't body shame. I don't think we've, we've ever body shamed on this podcast. But um, the Suits people are not above some of the insults that we definitely would take the high road here mm -hmm. on uh, Suits Yourself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he basically <laughs> called right. him chunky. But 
Harvey is going to give Mike a case. Uh, there's like a merger that's going on. He gives him the case. Uh, and then Mike, like very quickly, like, eh, there's a whole thing in the addendum. They're trying to do an escape clause. Very, very shady. Just giving it back to you. Uh, and so Mike hands it back off to Harvey, who then is going to give him a, 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 a so he can go work on another pro bono case. Uh, Mike. Yeah. Very busy with the pro bono cases. Well, this isn't part of the agreement either. You know, it was supposed to be one for one for Mike and one for Harvey. And then so Mike already did his one pro bono case. And now he's like, OK, but now I want to do Mr. Reyes here. And he's like, OK, but no, like, you you know, what I'm saying like, why are you? No, you already did one. You know, like, mm -hmm. what are you doing? And so he's like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, you already did one. You we're not doing all pro bono cases, Mike. We have to pay the bills it's like. But I want to help him. Mr. Reyes is a man who uh, has read Mike's interview. Uh, it went so well um, about, you know, how the you can't F with this Mike Ross because he's a fraud, but he turned hero and he's out here saving people for free, basically. Um, and so Mr. Reyes says, I need you to help out because you went to prison and my son went to prison. But when my son was in prison, he died. Mm -hmm. And something's going on in there. And I just can't pinpoint what it was because my son was only 28 years old. But he died from some health problems. And on top of all that, he was arrested for an ounce of marijuana. So he shouldn't have even been in jail in the first place. So, of course, this speaks to Mike Ross because Mike Ross um, has also, you know, uh, come in contact with people who sell the weed. Mm -hmm. And so he, you know, he feels very strongly about that, those types of topics. And, you know, he also doesn't like when people are trying to settle with people when their death is wrongful or something like that. And they're trying to lowball people. And he's so been this to has jail. Mike's attention. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of things yeah. that um, attract Mike to this particular Get case. Close to home. Mm -hmm. So he goes to the jail and he interrogates a woman, uh, Miss Snyder, who works at the jail and asks her about what's going on. Uh, she's kind of like stonewalling him eventually. He's like, hey, I'm going to sue you. I'm going to get this in discovery anyway. Give it to me. He gets the incident report. Um, he ends up, uh, you know, showing some of this stuff to Oscar. Um, then he goes and like he's like interrogating the prison guards like off duty. Like he's going to like he's like har harassing them on their way out of the jail. Yeah, I was like, Mike Ross, you're going to get beat up by a bunch of prison guards. Mm -hmm. You know, they were not happy because Mike is basically insinuating that there's something nefarious happening here, right? This son of Mr. Reyes, Mr. Reyes he, uh, he got in a fight and the guards were involved in some way, but he was thrown in solitary confinement. And uh, and that's where he, you know, started to experience his health issues and he died. Um, well, Mike goes to the prison guards and is like, hey, um... What's up? Y'all going to tell me more information? Of course, they're all like, no, go away. Who are you, random guy? Um, and so eventually he goes and finds one of the prison guards who he says is at the top of the list of the people who could take the fall for this. And so when he goes to that guy, he's like, OK, tell me what's up, because if you don't, it's going to like it's going to all fall on you anyway. So you might as well say something to kind of help save your own neck. And so the guy tells him, I pulled him out of the fight. I wasn't even involved like that. Um, and it's and it, there's nothing really nefarious happening. Like no one killed the kid. It's just that after the fight, he experienced some heart problems because it was, you know, a high stress situation. He probably thought his life was in danger and then he died. But it's mostly because they didn't have enough people on duty to protect the guy in the first place. The uh, prison has been just understaffed. And because of that, um, there's a lot of corners being cut. And so now Mike thinks that he might have a case for Mr. Reyes. Yeah, um, they 
gets hold uh, that the prison's not corrupt. It's just cheap. So Mike is going to go and work on filing this lawsuit here against the prison. But it turns out that Alex, our newest partner here at PSL, he has like some kind of uh, he's representing some uh, construction company that built the jail or in some way, shape or form that the jail is connected to this construction company. And it's a conflict of interest for Alex. Yeah. Um, he's like basically tangentially related to like the real estate, uh, of this, of this whole situation. Uh, cause it's like one of the biggest developers in the country and they're going to get the message that, Okay, if y'all are coming after this facility, then obviously you don't want to be in the real estate business. Like you're gonna be closing out, closing a line of business off for forever because of the way Mike Ross is handling this. Because it is connected to PSL, it's pro bono, but Mike Ross is still working for Prison Inspector Lit, so they need Mike to drop it. But of course, this is Mike. He's not. He's not gonna go for that. He's like, I'm not dropping it. You're crazy. That's this. This is wrong. Um, but even when he goes to Harvey and he's upset about it, I'm like, Mike, technically the deal was that you were going to take one pro bono case, one for Harvey after the one for you, you already did the one for you. So this one shouldn't even be on the table. So yeah, when they ask you to drop it, you should say, damn, I shouldn't have even been in this area to do this in the first place. It's not like Harvey, you promised me I could do whatever I want and now yeah. you're taking away from me. You actually agreed that you would not take two pro bono cases in a row. So now that this is your second one, hello, you mm -hmm. got to drop it. I'm sorry. Yeah. And Mike's not happy. No, he's not happy. He's going to tantrum to Lewis and Lewis is like, what? Harvey went back on his word. That's it. This is BS. Let's go. Uh, and Lewis is like very upset. Yeah, I don't care about losing a client. Like uh, Harvey can't go back against his word, which also ridiculous. Right, 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 right. And uh and and to the the long and short of the Lewis situation mm -hmm. is this, you know, like we said, he missed his lunch with with Alex. He really wanted to go out and have lunch with him. They were bonding, they have the tabbies, they actually have a few things in common. So it felt like this would have been a match made in heaven. Uh and then um when he misses the lunch, starting to look like Lewis is taking that very personally. And so he's coming at Harvey, like, we're not gonna start dropping cases for Alex. He just got here. We don't know this guy. We don't like him. I hate him. I'm actually jealous of him because he's been hanging out with you and now y'all are cutting me out of the friend group. Uh, but, you know, the real situation is Jay. He's just jealous, you know? So both things are true, honestly. You know, Harvey cannot set a precedent for Alex comes in immediately demands to be named partner and Harvey was about to give it to him. And now in this episode, he's like, okay, well, Alex wants you to stop, you know, representing XYZ and Harvey wants everybody to bend. And so Lewis is like, no, that's not right. You can't do this. And so now um, he tried, he tries to put his foot down, but I think uh, again, I think Harvey is right in this situation. It's time for Mike to step down. And so Mike has to find somebody else to pawn this off on. Yep. And so of course he's going to go and give the case to Oliver here. Oliver, we want to work on this pro bono case. Uh, but Harvey is pissed because uh, he told Mike to leave it alone, not to give it to the clinic, which has a bunch of ties back to Mike and back to everybody over at PSL. And so uh, that we're going to have Mike put this in writing. Like, you're yep. not going to touch this case. You swear that you're not going to touch this case. Write it down. And, and I mean, Mike had a difficult time giving it to the clinic. It's not like Oliver was very happy to see Mike. Remember, last time Oliver would talk to Mike, Mike's like, no, 
Oliver, I promise I'm not going to go back to corporate law. Not me. I'm here fighting for the little guy. I'm not going to take $2 million and just uh, run off with uh, with a plug. It's like, no, that's exactly what he did. He took all the money and ran. Uh, and he's been helping. You know, we know this, but Oliver doesn't know that. And so mm-hmm. once he finally convinces Oliver to help out, uh, he then has to say, and I cannot assist you. Uh, I'm, making, I'm giving my word to Harvey, and I'm actually you know, signing it in blood. So I'm swearing that I'm not going to go back on this and help you out because that would be bad for business. And so, yeah, Mike gives it up and everything should be fine as long as Mike doesn't go back on his word. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And when does Mike ever go back on a contract, uh promise? No, not this Mike. This is a reform <laughs> Mike. He went to jail. He went to Rob. jail. Julia says the he's a new person. Works. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, and so then, um, you know, Mike doesn't want to uh, be in this situation again with Alex. Him and Alex end up patching uh, things up. So uh, Mike welcomes Alex to Pierce Inspector Lit. Yeah. And Alex is very remorseful about this as well. He's like, this is not personal. I, I really don't know what to tell you. There's no reason why we would turn, all, turn out all of this money for a pro bono case, look, I understand that you want to help people, but business-wise, you shouldn't have brought me here if you weren't about business. You should have just left me where I was at. Um, And so Mike kind of understands. And so he tells Alex, all right, well, here's my next 15 clients. You know, he kind of says it tongue-in-cheek, like, since you got to know everything that I'm working on so you don't, so we don't cross paths. But Alex is like, no, seriously, that would help because I really don't want to step on your toes. You know, that's not why I came here. I didn't come here to push anybody out. I just think that this is a bad business move. And so, uh, yeah, they all come to terms with it. And it seems like they're all on the same page, except for Lewis, who probably had the most in common with Alex because he's still seething about the whole uh, lunch date. He got a little squeezed out. Um, So another big storyline that's going on in the episode is that Rachel has taken over with the associates. We talked about Stephanie, who back in the season premiere, Lewis said that nobody would ever try to have a baby with her. Mm-hmm. And uh, Stephanie is get she's uh, getting some assignments and then she's uh, passing them off to other people. Uh, there was something she didn't want to do. She had Jason do it and Rachel didn't like that. Yeah, she didn't want to do cataloging procedure. We find out that Stephanie is a fourth year associate, and that's some first year stuff. She's like, I'm, I'm bigger than that. Sorry, I'm not doing it. And so, um, Rachel has her do it anyway. Like, I right, know you gonna go, you gonna go do it because I'm asking you to. So let's handle it. And so she turns in her assignment, and Rachel's like, "This girl, I know you didn't do this." So mm-hmm. she goes to Donna, the COO, and she says, "Donna, this is not this girl's work. What am I supposed to do? She's insubordinate. She won't listen to me." And um. She needs Donna to give her some wisdom as but her can new Can I ask a question, supervisor. though, Chappelle? Uh, that sure. and maybe some of our real-life lawyers could uh, weigh in on this, but who cares? Who cares, Rachel? Like, this isn't uh, 11th grade English. Like, if Stephanie didn't do whatever, if she got somebody else to do it, like, you know, you're a lawyer. You have the paralegal do some of these things. Like, there's no, like quiz like she's a four it's not that she doesn't she's incompetent she can't do it she's like hey i'm a fourth year associate you're giving me first year stuff to do i'm gonna farm that out like what why is this a big deal for rachel I think Rachel is trying to establish a sense of the hierarchy here. She is in charge of the associates. And if you tell someone to do something, they just flat out tell you no. You know, that level of insubordination is like, but she okay, didn't say no, she now, did the thing. She had somebody else do it. 
Then she did say no. Then yeah, you know, you, I said, "Will you do this?" And she says, "No." She said, "I won't let. I won't ask Jason to do it anymore." She tried to find a lawyer loophole. Like you didn't say I couldn't ask somebody to do it. You just said I couldn't ask Jason to do it. And she's like, "All I'm asking you is to do what I asked you to do, which is the assignment." You know, and, and I think that there's a valid point here. I think that if you cannot establish a sense of right and wrong with your associates right now, wait until they start getting bigger cases and they start going to trial and stuff like that. And you ask them to do stuff. You're not going to be any better than Mike Ross and Harvey for, for years, for seasons. We see Harvey saying, Mike, don't do this. Don't do that. And Mike going, um, okay. And then doing yeah. it anyway. We saw Jessica and Harvey having that same fight. Lewis, you tell Lewis, Hey, don't go yell at this person right now. It'll really be bad for the case. And not only does Lewis yell at them, but he ruins the whole case over a cat. You know, so you really have to establish a sense of like, if you do not do this, there will be consequences. Yeah. So she's just trying to, you know, put a sack on the table. Mm, Don't know who's yeah. boss. <laughs> okay. I, I guess I just feel like that if I was asking for somebody, for somebody as part of like uh, one of these organizations that I'm a part of, and I ask somebody for a thing, and then... You know, they get me the thing, but like they didn't necessarily do it. Like I'm going to I'm going to still be mad at the, at the person I asked for it if it's done wrong. Um, mm -hmm. But if, if it all got done, like uh, I feel like I don't care that much. Yeah. I mean, you don't care until it gets done wrong. And then when it's done wrong, your question is, well, who did it? Mm -hmm. And they say, well, I outsourced it. They say, well, didn't I ask you to do it? Because mm -hmm. you would have done it right. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, but you're the owning is, you know, that outsourcing, I feel like. Right. You are. Yeah. But had you just done it yourself, mm -hmm. you would have had this done, you know? And so when you start making excuses for other people, uh, they can kind of pot it off like, well, I asked Jason to do it, but he didn't do it. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, but I asked you to do it and yeah. you didn't get it done. So who's, the who's really the problem here? Should I be mad at Jason or should I be mad at you? Yeah. And so, I think she's just trying to establish, you know, like I am in charge and she needs to be a leader in these moments. Now, I definitely kind of agree with you where Rachel should say, hey, as a leader, I can tell that this is something that is kind of, you know, you know, uh, when she did the it the second time, I, I felt like that was insubordinate when she said, no, I want yeah. you to do this. Yeah. She's like, I want you to do this. It's like, but I mean, yeah. but but Stephanie was making some valid points. She says. When I got here, first of all, I was recruited because I was minding my own business with Robert Zane. And then um, Katrina said, let's bounce. We got we got a good place we could go. We could go and grow there. It's smaller. There's going to be room for you to get actual time with the, with the senior partners and stuff like that. She sold her a dream only for her to get there and get yelled at by Lewis about how she's not going to be able to have kids because no one wants to have sex with her. You know, um, then now Rachel comes in and she's like, oh, also go do this grunt work. Yeah. yeah. How about that? And then when the grunt work is done, it's not even good enough because it's like, no, I asked you to do it. I want to I want to humble yeah. you like, bro, I don't deserve this. I didn't do anything to, to deserve this. PSL even have an HR person anymore. Have they ever? Have they ever had an HR person? <laughs> I would person? think We've they, they had one it. at some point, but not in this been, 17 person we, skeleton crew. We are at seven seasons. We've seen so many work relationships. We saw. I think we said uh, it was eighteen Lewis. with Alex. Yeah, yeah. We have seen Lewis get accused of sexual harassment. We've seen Daniel Hardman sleeping with people and and stealing money to pay for their vacations. We've seen Harvey sexually like uh, flirting with people in the office. We've seen Jessica have an in office romance with Jeff Malone. She really she hired him because they were sleeping together. 
at no point has Toby showed up from HR and tried to shut this down. No. There is no HR. They don't have one. No. They prefer to live like the Wild West. Okay. And so Donna ends up, um, we haven't got uh, into any like uh, Donna uh, Budinsky territory lately, uh, but here she is ready to, you know, the COO, ready to meddle. And so... Rachel is dealing with this. She's like, you know what? Lewis was right. Lewis, Lewis would have handled this. He didn't take any crap from these associates. You got to get in there. You got to lay down the law. She's testing you, Rachel. You got to knock it off. Nip this thing in the bud. And so as it comes up, Donna comes in and it's like, all right, Stephanie, that's it. We're not taking any more crap from you. We're going to show <laughs> you the door. You're, you screwed up for the last time. And... Rachel's like, oh, you embarrassed me so much in front of the associates. Why are you like this? Didn't she? Yeah. Yeah, didn't she? Rachel and Stephanie are going back and forth in front of everybody. In front of everybody. Rachel saying, I asked you to do this. Stephanie's like, look, here's the thing. I, I just got here. Y'all been treating me bad anyway. This is grunt work. I'm a fourth year. She's making valid points. And I'm like, well, what you gonna say, Rachel? And Donna's like, Rachel, girl, shut up. I got this. Stephanie, shut your ass up. Don't don't you ever stop, don't you ever talk to us like that. Girl, I'll smack you. And I was like, oh, Donna, don't do it. Don't smack her. Please, Hammer, don't hurt her. And so the whole time I'm like, Donna, you wildin'. Because everybody sees you kind of deboing Rachel, like, boom, girl, get out the way. But also talking to Stephanie like you're crazy. And so when Rachel comes there, like, hey, Donna, that wasn't great. Donna, like, girl, you might not even be ready for this job. If you ain't ready to let the smack down, because baby, I'm Donna, I'm awesome. What are you? You just Rachel. So mm -hmm. step it up or I'm going to have to just do the smacking down for you from now on. But when she hit Rachel with the, maybe you're not ready for that position. <laughs> Rachel said, maybe you ain't ready for your position, COO. Mm -hmm. And I was like, ooh, oh, she got her. Oh, my God. I, I was like fist bumping at home, like fight, 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 fight. But I think Rachel won. I think she won. Donna was tripping. Yeah. Rachel uh, won, but ultimately Donna is going to fire Stephanie at the end of the episode. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Stephanie, come to my office. But hey, are you, you surprised to? that they it wasn't Rachel that uh, let the axe fall on Stephanie after all this? No, I, I don't know. I think that Rachel was still shell shocked from the moment, right? And so Donna comes to her, and they do talk, uh, and you know, and she agrees that she messed up, and that for her, she feels like. She's in a position now to prove that she is um, qualified, right? Like mm -hmm. Donna was a legal secretary for 10 years or more or whatever. And now she's in a position of leadership and she's not a lawyer. So she doesn't have like the legal knowledge that these other people have. So she's really here just from an organizational leadership standpoint. And so maybe she felt like she needed to be the one to do it just so that she could really cut her teeth and say, no, this is what happens when you cross Donna. Crossing Rachel equals crossing Donna. I will be laying the smack down in the future. Uh, get into it. And so although Stephanie says, you know, I'm doing the assignment. She's like, yeah, but it's late. And this is your third strike, so you got to beat it. And she tells mm -hmm. her, I wish you well. And Stephanie's like, you really want me to believe that you wish me well? She's like, yeah, I don't have any hard feelings toward you. Don't get me wrong. I just smack you around a little bit in front of the other associates because I had to assert my dominance, but... Had you not been tripping, we wouldn't even have to get there. Ain't no hard feelings. Peace out. 
So yeah, that's the end of Stephanie. She's gone. She's gone. gone. <laughs> so then Harvey's also gonna be uh, back with uh, Doctor Agar a little bit here. Uh, gonna go with uh, have dinner and. Uh, just, uh, Dr. Agar is like, I need to go. Yeah, she's like, I uh, met up with a colleague of mine and she was asking me if I was seeing anybody and then I had to tell them this story and it was very embarrassing. Yeah, I was like, are you ashamed of me? And she said, very. Mm -hmm. are, are you kidding me? This yes. is a dark mark on my career. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. So her, her, her mentor, who she thinks uh, very highly of and probably thinks highly of her, is like, so, seeing anybody? And... What Harvey, I guess, is expecting Paula to say is, yeah, one of my clients, you know, mm -hmm. it's, been a, it's been about a year, so, you know, it's mm -hmm. technically legal, but it's still above board, right? You I do heard all, all time, his issues, girl, and frankly, I couldn't pass it up. Right, I can manage. You know, he mm -hmm. let me inside his head, and so now I'm pretty much, I'm controlling in there. He's right? very I, I, troubled, but he's very handsome and very rich. Have you seen him? So. Right, have you seen his car? Mm -hmm. You know, it's crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, she doesn't say that. She actually is like, dating? No, I, why would I date somebody? I'm, I'm never dating again. And then she kind of just like leaves it at that. But she tells Harvey, I'm concerned. And Harvey's like, are you concerned about what you think about the situation or what people think? And she says, yes, absolutely. Both. Mm -hmm. Both of those things. I am concerned about what people think about me because it does affect my reputation as a therapist if they think I'm out here sleeping with my clients. But then also, Harvey, I'm trying, I'm trying to figure out what I think about this. You know, you are a client. I've never, you know, been in a relationship with a client before. And I also know that you've let me into the intimate parts of your mind that you would normally not let somebody into if you were dating them. So I feel like I have an unfair advantage in a way. So I think that she's troubled with both of those things. And Harvey's just like, but come on, you mm -hmm. know, aren't I rich and attractive? Mm -hmm. You know, over that. What, what, yeah. Why do you need ethics? She's like, well, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm worried I'll, I'll look foolish uh, if this doesn't work out. And Harvey's like, but isn't that every relationship? And Paula's like, about it? <laughs> <laughs> Harvey, Harvey, we love you. I love you so much. You're so cute. It's like, Paula, come on, man. Stop, stand up. Uh, she gets packed up so easy by this man. That's why I'm like, I'm wondering if any of his therapy sessions were actually <laughs> therapy sessions or if they were just flirting the whole time. Maybe. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Chappelle, let's talk about the Liddy for uh, season seven, episode three. Who you got here? Donna's out. Rachel's out. Lewis is out. Lewis is out. This is going to be a very easy time to get these things uh, together now. Um, Mike Ross is 
has a good uh, he has a good point here. He does sign away his rights to this case. He does what needs to be done. He for, forgives Alex. Yeah. Is Alex going to be added to our Liddy chart? Yeah, I think so. If he deserves one, I think that uh, I mean, I think he is not quite a series regular here. He's uh, treated as a special guest star uh, at this point also. But oh like, I mean, I think that if, if he does if, something exceptional. Yeah. In a world where we've given Liddy's to Katrina and to Scotty. And then I think that he is definitely eligible at this point as a part of the team. Yeah. I mean, I don't think his contribution to the team was that. I don't think he deserves anything really in this episode. So the question is, does Harvey deserve a Liddy? Does Harvey does, deserve it or, or, or does Mike? I mean, Mike went and worked, on, worked on this pro bono case. He like was asked to give it up. He didn't give like a ta- have a tantrum, do a, his patented like, I'm Mike Ross. I'll do what I want. I'll do what I want. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, Harvey didn't really do much. You know, I think this was a, a yeah. light Harvey episode. Yeah. Uh, he was just kind of flirting with Paula. He fought with Lewis um, a little bit. Uh, he, he went with, with Alex to go and, and go on the work on this other merger case. And yeah. But I think this was more of a Mike episode. This was a Mike episode. Congrats, Mike. Welcome to the Liddy Club. Mike's, Mike's going to probably run away with these Liddies at some point. At some point. Okay. Well, yeah. I, it just so happens that I have, uh, after we were a couple of days ahead on the recording, so Patty, our junior partner, might have to be senior partner hey. pretty soon. Um, Let's do it. She, take a vote? Okay, sure. All those in favor, say aye. 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 Yeah. Okay. Welcome to have a seat at the table now, Patty. Okay. Yay. The third co-host of the Suits Yourself podcast. Wait, so, Rob. Yes. What if we made her COO? Mm, is she a podcaster? She actually, is she a podcaster? I don't think she's a podcaster, so you know. Okay, this, I would be happy with Patty the COO. COO. All right, that makes sense. Yes. She's awesome. Yes, yeah. yes, Patty, you did it. She's Patty. Yes. She's awesome. All right, so I have the numbers. Uh, we finally have crunched the numbers from season six, and it was a close race for the season six totals for the Liddy, uh, where it was uh, really. Probably, maybe, I think more so than any any other season, it was like uh, pretty split. Nobody ran away with it. Uh, like in season five, I think Jessica really ran away with the Liddy Award. Uh, but here in season six, it ends up being Harvey ends up winning the season long award. But uh, he with only four, uh, three okay. for Mike, three for Jessica, three for Rachel, two for Lewis and one for Donna. So... Uh, it ends up being Harvey, but narrowly. Narrowly. Okay. I'm actually kind of shocked to hear that Lewis got a couple in there too. You know, he was having a pretty rough season. Yeah. At um, the end, at the end, he sort of yeah. like uh, came into his own. He gets one in uh, episode 12 and episode 14. Okay. Well, uh, add one in the mic column for mm-hmm. season seven. Okay. Now that being said, the all time Liddy totals through the end of season six are pretty close. A real horse race okay. between Harvey and Jessica, 22 for Harvey, 21 for Jessica. That being said, it seems as though Jessica has resigned from the Lydia Award race as well. She has bowed out. Now, the question is, did Jessica come in last place at the end of all of this? Or does she still manage to eke out like... Adana or Lewis, who are probably trailing her at this point. I wonder where Jessica well, overall, landed by the time this okay, is over. So then in third place is Mike with 17 Liddy Awards uh, through mm-hmm. our episodes. Rachel is in fourth with 11. Lewis is in 10. 
Uh, there are only in the total run of the series like 30, 39 episodes. Is it 134 total? Uh, so like 39 days. Uh, so <laughs> we are, it, it would be tough for, I think, Lewis or Rachel to get. 10 or 11, like basically get like a quarter of the Liddy Awards the rest of the way. Yeah, especially, especially Rachel, I think. Yeah, I, I think Rachel's got a decent shot at it. I don't I don't know about Lewis. Mm -hmm. He sounds he's down bad right now. But Rachel is coming into her own as a lawyer. I pretty soon she'll be taking these these cases to trial. I think we'll be seeing Rachel kind of she's co she's magic. coming into her own as a lawyer, but I think she's also coming into her own as a member of the royal family. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. She like, might be like I, that, between us, like I don't know. Back out. I, I don't know if Meghan Markle's doing nine seasons of Suits. Oh, oh, okay. I actually never thought about that because remember, I do not remember how this show. Yeah, ends, I don't so. know. I don't know if she's go. I don't know if she's going the distance. I don't know if she's going yeah. if she if she's in this through twenty nineteen. Okay, fun to track. Let's see. Mm -hmm. I would. I, I, I'm very excited to find out about that. So we'll see. Uh, I don't know if that's, you know, I don't know if that's a spoiler, but I, I just don't think that in the real time, I don't know how far she's going uh, here uh, to the bitter end of suits. But that being said, it'll be tough for her to make it, I think, uh, past Jessica. I think Mike certainly has a chance to uh, beat out Jessica. Yeah, Mike could grind it out. Uh, again, he's another one who's coming into his own. He starts uh, knocking out some uh, more of these pro bono cases. And I think we could have a real contender. Mm -hmm. All right. So then we also had a couple other things to track over the course of season six. Uh, there was 123 dams or goddams, 98 bullshits, 35 mm -hmm. uh, documents slammed. Uh, okay. Mike is a fraud. Got brought up 48 times. Um, I think we'll have less of that moving forward. Yeah. You know, I, I could see that falling off now that he's not on trial for being a fraud. Yeah. One F-bomb came from Sean Cahill. He popped it off. And mm -hmm. now we're off to the races with the F-bombs. I think I don't know if we had one in this episode, but we yeah. definitely had one in the one prior to this. And uh, I think two before. And only one can opener episode that we gave away in season six. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. That's uh, not a great sign. Okay. It's like, come on, y'all. We need to come harder. Yeah. All right. Chappelle, we also had uh, a pop culture reference here in this episode that Harvey described Lewis as Frank Burns from MASH uh, to Alex. He said, uh, do you know Frank Burns from MASH? And Alex is like, yes, yes, totally, totally, 100%. Got it, got it. I was like, oh, I could have used yeah. a little bit more color commentary on uh, how is he like this person from MASH because that is a blind spot for me. He says uh, he hates you, but he loves you and he secretly wants to be you. And so, uh, yeah, as MASH is also a blind spot for me, we have to add it to our list of things that we have to go back and watch All one of day. MASH? Um, I don't know. How, how long is MASH? It's a lot of episodes. I think it's a lot of episodes. Look, here's the thing. I remember MASH when I was a wee lad, when I was just a child, I would stay up late watching TV because... It's me. And I remember I knew it was time to go to bed because all the good TV shows would go off and I would hear the 
Yeah. And I'm like, all Only, right. Uh, 251 episodes of MASH. So, I mean, oh, if we started at right when Suits ends, I mean, we'd probably be done by what? Like, uh, like by, by May. By Halloween. Yeah. Uh, no, we we we'd probably be done faster than that. Honestly, I mean, we 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 killed a, over a hundred episodes of Suits from September to December. Yeah, basically. it was one a day. Um, yeah, so I mean, yeah, we could knock it out. Mm -hmm. And I and, and our producer Sam is in. He loves Mash. He's he lying. Famously, He's lying. well, no, famously a Frank Burns type as well. <laughs> Major Frank Burns. Let's put some respect on it. Yeah. All right. Um, so that was the one reference that we had here in Mudmare. Uh, then well, I have just one question for you from David Schwartz. Uh, what would you have done to Stephanie after disobeying Rachel three times? Has anyone ever passed off a podcast to do uh, for, for against Rob's wishes? No, Ooh. nobody's ever farmed out a podcast, I don't think. Uh, I'm trying to think of maybe like there's a time like where people somebody was doing a podcast and maybe that they just like uh then all of a sudden they were gone and like a co-host a new co-host was in there but i don't know I, again like if if the job is getting done and it's getting done right then i'm i don't think i'm a micromanager maybe sam is going to dispute in the chat that i am but i feel sam, like I'm, I'm i'm more <laughs> i i don't know i i feel like i'm a little bit more hands off like i just want the thing done I don't want necessarily to, I don't need to know how the sausage got made. Sam and I are abstaining from the conversation. He says it depends on the day and the thing. I said, we're abstaining, <laughs> Sam. We are not talking. We are not commenting. Do you, do you think, do you think question. I'm a micromanager? I'm abstaining, yeah. Rob. I have the, I can abstain. Don't fire me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. David, you remember that time Rob fired me, right? Mm -hmm. Just, let's just be clear. Okay, he he can fire people. I I, I fought back. Okay? Yeah, I'm back in. The, I'm back in here, baby. I'm like Donna. You know, I, I I I screwed up. The rewind was a great experiment, but you know, Rob cut it short. But now we're back even stronger. I I can't speak on if anybody had be farming out their responsibilities to other people. Uh, but Rob's not a micromanager. That's not his thing. I, a lot of times when I do podcasts without Rob, I'm hoping he doesn't listen because then I can. You know, yeah, I, I, I need to be micromanaging more. Oh, I would probably agree. I, mm -hmm. I agree that like, uh, and, and I'm talking about me specifically that I have gotten away with some 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 crimes on mm -hmm. some of the podcasts because I know Rob isn't listening. Um, yeah. So if Rob's started to actually start to micromanage a little bit more, I think the product's cleaner. But you know, you lose the the the, the character. You know, the spirit of the show. Like, Rob, let us cook. Okay. I mean, isn't that what I do? Yeah, keep letting us cook. Okay. Let me cook. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Matter of fact, micromanage everyone else. Let me do it my else. thing. You That's know? <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everybody else is like, I, I need, I'm going to need you to micromanage some of the other people a little bit more. Uh, not right. me. Not me per se, but the other people. Yeah, definitely. Uh, more micromanaging imagine, there. Imagine one of these podcasters, you know, like pawning off a podcast to somebody else and like turning down attention. Mm -hmm. like, like hey i want to give you the spotlight and they're like no no i rob I, yeah sure i'll be on the update but then you get on there and it's somebody else yeah right these people we love the mic the mic loves us <laughs> all right Chappelle, the mic loves you what where is? else can people hear you uh podcasting here mm -hmm. <laughs> on rhip this is what i do 
Um, yeah, check out the House of Villains coverage. It's great. Me and Jenny are having a great time. It's always amazing. Follow me on Twitter at Chappelle's on the Show, and I'll tweet out the link when that when 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 we drop those episodes. All right. Great job here today. I'm at Rob Sestrino. Be back tomorrow to talk about season seven, episode four here on Suits Yourself. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.